Welcome to the Snap UK podcast. My name is Mike. This is John. Hello. Uh, and usually at this point, I'd introduce two or three other members of our team, but hopefully for one week only. It's just us, like the good old days. It's the original recipe. It absolutely is. You and me talking nonsense in a room without a care in the world. I've been up since 4.30 in the morning. You've driven all the way from another town. This show is going to be dramatic. Uh, Jim, Gary and Paul will hopefully rejoin us next week once they've been doused in bleach and kerosene and forced to wear signs proclaiming them unclean. For now, though, what can you do? We have a job. We, we must keep the podcast churning over. I mean, for Paul and Jim's sake, I believe they are both immunised. Well, I, I believe this is true. I, I heard it on the uh, Aaron Rodgers website. I mean, I've, you know, hopefully they're uh, <laughs> not taking as much Invermectin as he is, but... Uh... <laughs> Right, week 11. Here we go. Broncos and Rams on a bye. First up, last Thursday night's game. Patriots 25, Falcon 0, no 25-point comeback for Atlanta. Uh, this was a railroading of a game. Uh, an absolute shit show from the Falcons. Could not get anything going. They did manage to sack Mac Jones three times. They only had seven sacks coming into this game on the season. Uh, but, you know, rookie quarterbacks, these things happen. Other than that, he was outstanding. The run game was brilliant, and the defence was dominant. Yeah. I mean, uh, we keep saying it, that the Patriots are getting better and better each week. I mean, admittedly, um, we this is not a week to judge the Patriots. No, no, the, the opposition f- was not strong in this one. No, over the last few weeks, the Falcons have been... I mean, they, I know they beat New Orleans a couple of weeks ago, but since then it's been out. <coughs> even around then, it's been two weeks mediocrity. of mediocrity. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, for the Falcons, I um, I know the biggest thing for them on the offense is still Calvin Ridley not being there, which I mean, it's I a know huge blow. It's huge, but. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's not really an excuse. They're not the only team who've lost a number one receiver, you know. You can lose, and you can lose because your best players aren't there. And don't forget, Cordaro Patterson was ruled out reasonably yeah. late as well for this one. You you can lose, and without him, he is... It's just the same as the Titans losing Derrick Henry. He's been amazing for them. But you can still put up a fight. You yeah, can still score some points. It's the first time they've been shut out since 1988. It was awful. We've... we've We've been saying good things about Arthur Smith, you know. Um, we've I think we've had him top of almost top of our newing uh, new new coaches new coach rankings, ranking, you yeah. know. But you know, second at I think the highest because I don't know what their identity is. No, I don't. And that's a problem. They, the reason he was high up our rankings is because they were winning games. Uh, they're now four and six, but they have four wins, which is more than Cully Campbell. I think Sirianni now has one more. Yeah, uh, more than Urban Meyer, so like that's why he was up there because they were winning games. But they're on the slide and they have no team identity. What they have is a statue at quarterback. I like Matt Ryan. I I think on other teams Matt Ryan would still be a more than viable NFL quarterback. But they can't protect him. They nope. haven't got enough weapons around him. Like you say, Calvin Ridley, Cordero Patterson, both missing. That's big when you're a statuesque quarterback who, who just needs to be able to play the ball down the field to other players uh they've not had a proper running back based run game all season because mike davis has not worked out no but again that's down to the fact the o-line can't 
can't make a hole. Can't do anything. They've not had a running game since the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's been pretty dire. I mean, Todd Gurley scored a lot of touchdowns, and he wasn't. You know, if he if he worked, he'd still be there. You know, they replaced him with Fundify's Davis, who, other than you know, having the world's biggest thighs. Oh, he is thick. I mean, he's a thick man. Um, but yeah, other than bringing Chonky, I don't see what else he brings to this team. He brings chunkiness. Chonky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, what he brings, though, isn't it? He, it's, are you it's, suggesting Mike Davis brings the girth? Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a girthful man, but um, uh, <laughs> I've got, I've got a, nothing. We need a, to move winning, on from that. A winning offense uh, is not just built on girth. <laughs> Apparently um, not. No, this is this is absolutely the case. Um, Matt Ryan has faced Belichick five times in his career. What do you think the uh, the wins loss column looks like? One and four. Oh, and five. Yeah, it, they've got his number basically. Um, but like I say, with Matt Ryan, I, I, I feel on 20 teams in the NFL, he's still contributing excellent numbers. I really do. But the problem they've got is they re- re-signed him. If they cut him, it's $24 million on the cap. Yeah. So they well, need to build around him. They're not going to... They can't cut him because of the cap and because... Well, the draft looks shocking. The draft looks shocking. But I don't think you can trade him because he's too old. Well, he's He's... Oldish and expensive. That's He's not it. exactly putting up a stellar season to make people want to tra- trade for him. If you've re-signed him to this contract, you have to be building around him. And I just don't see what they're doing. No. Olamide Zacchaeus is not enough. No. Um, Ever. For anyone. <laughs> no. I mean... His girlfriend probably thinks Maybe for that. Scrabble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, other than that, it's, it's, it's slim pickings in, um, in Atlanta. It's... I mean, Pitts is a is going to be a player, all, all intents and purposes. By this time next season, but, he'll be right up there with the tight ends. But especially with um, Ridley currently um, out, Patterson injured. I mean, what else is there on the offense? So you know, it was very simple to. Oh, it was offensive. It was it, very simple to to stop this. Um, and yeah, wasn't it four four straight interceptions? Four, yeah, so. Not, Matt no, Ryan on, threw, on threw interceptions on successive plays and then was taken out of the game for the last two Falcons drives. The first of those last two drives went to Josh Rosen. Uh, Josh, Josh Rosen's stat line reads one of three for five yards and an interception. Sweet. That's his final audition in the NFL, I suspect. Uh, and then they put in... Um, do you remember in... Uh, <coughs> was it the AFL? No, not the AFL. What was, what was that random league that started up? AAF. Yes, the AAF. Felipe Franks was a quarterback in that. I mean, apparently. Uh, he went naught of one for one interception. <laughs> uh, it, it literally was four successive drives, four interceptions to end the game. It was terrible. Matt Ryan, easily the best quarterback on this team, but not designed to play in this attack. I I don't know where Atlanta are going with this. It, it's pretty poor. They are going to have to hope for a a good number of changes in the off-season. The Patriots, however, have now outscored their opponents 175-50 to 50 during their current five-game winning streak. The defence has become lights out, basically. Yeah. Matt Judon, 10.5 sacks on the season. That's, that's impressive. I mean, he's, you know, he's come with a, you know, a big contract, but 
you can't moan when he's, he's, gen- he's generating. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it. you need him to do. Yeah, uh, no, and, and and you're not missing Gilmore. No, because JC Jackson uh, surpassed Hall of Famer Mike Haynes for most interceptions in a player's first four seasons in the Patriots' history. He has 22 interceptions in four seasons. Yeah. Now, that's impressive, and that's why they allow Gilmore to go. I'm not a massive fan. I think if you can have two lockdown corners, you do. But JC Jackson, right up there with the best corners in the business right now. Um, <laughs> and, and considering as well, you've got Devin McCourty at safety, uh, third player in Patriots' history with 30 interceptions. So he's still doing the business. Kyle Van Noy, multiple sacks again. The whole defense has come to play. This team is getting better and better. It's the first time they've topped the AFC East in like 20 months. Yeah. um, I mean, the one cautionary uh, tale I have now at the moment is you don't win in November. um, And can they keep this form up? Yeah. into the playoffs or have, you know, have they sort of peaked too early? I mean, you know, I'd hope, you know, I'd hope so, but it, you know, we've seen teams that look hot at week 11 before and it gets to the playoffs and they just sort of run out of steam. It's going to be, you know, but these teams also don't have uh, Belichick in yeah. charge of them. Um, a lot of these teams as well. So we've just mentioned the lack of a run game for the Falcons, but the Patriots now have two excellent running backs. Ramondre Stevenson, 12, up, 12 rushes for 69 yards, uh, nearly six yards an attempt. Damian Harris, 10 rushes, 56 yards, five and a half yards an attempt. You can lean on either one of yep. these two. Uh, we've seen either one can carry a game on their own. And that's when the Patriots excel. When they can lean on the run game and the defense is playing lights out, it almost doesn't matter who's playing. Like We have played Brian Hoyer in quarters for, for this yeah. season already. You could be seeing him again before the end of the season. I never uh, like to to predict this early that a team will make the playoffs, especially my team. But they are the hottest team in the AFC right now. Uh, them and the Chiefs, who yeah, we will get, get to. We'll get to, but yeah. Um, Easily. And Easily. yeah, they're, they're two teams that have started slowly and are picking up. And yeah, I mean, the Patriots' offences. Um, it's industrious. It's not particularly yeah. exciting, but no. I don't think they. <laughs> who cares if you're winning? Yeah, that, that, that's it. They're, they're getting. They're already maximising what you can get out of a rookie quarterback, which is exactly what we expected them to do. Mac Jones, twenty-two of twenty-six, two hundred and seven yards, one touchdown, one pick. That is efficient. Yeah. All right. If he can eliminate half the turnovers, and, and he's not exactly a, a turnover machine, but if he can li- eliminate half the turnovers next season and put up the same numbers for everything else, it'll be a winning team again. Yeah, yeah. Because he he is very efficient, which is exactly what they said about him in college, and it, it works. It's what McDaniel's was generating with Brady. It's an unfair comparison, but you get the point. And yeah, it's we, the opposite to Cam Newton from last year. Exactly. Yeah. Is um. He's just doing what needs to be done. You know, good for him. Good for right. them. Good for them all. Before uh, Jim, Gary and Paul tell me off talking too much about the Patriots, I should stop effusing about them uh, and move on. Following the Patriots win, they now top the AFC East uh, because the Bills crashed to a 41-15 to defeat at the hands of the rising Colts. And, and actually, to be fair, at the hands of Jonathan Taylor. Four rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Uh, coming into week 11, the... Uh, Bills had allowed five touchdowns to running backs. They allowed five on the day <laughs> to this one. Uh, 
this was the this was the upset of the weekend for me. It's not that the Colts won; it's the distance by which they won. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen looked like the Josh Allen from his first season, where it just wasn't working. He was throwing down the field and just overthrowing everybody. Uh, I think they're a bit rattled. I don't think they expected to be bad at this point in the year. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it's bad, but it's. Oh, it was bad. I mean, this was bad, but um, for the last few weeks they've not been playing well. But it's not been bad. But yeah, they really seem to. Um, yeah, but really regressed this. I mean, I, I know, I know, a lot Both of teams sides are having, of the ball. But you know, that's the problem. Both yeah. sides of the ball. It's not like they lost twenty-five to fifteen. It was forty-one. They couldn't get a single stop against Jonathan Taylor. This was absolutely a pounding on the ground, as as well as through the air. Like, all right, Carson Wentz didn't put up any sort of big numbers, but whenever he needed to make a play, he did. He, you know, he only threw for 106 yards. Yeah. Because they didn't need, need to. to. Yeah. They had absolutely no need. But <laughs> it, it worked. Jonathan Taylor was 32 rushing attempts for 185 yards and four touchdowns on his own. Uh, and they actually gave up well over 200 rushing yards. Uh, Naeem Hines had 31. Wentz himself had two rushes for 18 yards. He's not exactly mobile. No, but he, you know he 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 has he does some enough. decent legs. If yeah. it, you know, well, he's, no, he's, no decent ankles. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Still, the funny to dislocate both of them. <laughs> uh, the 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 Colts issue still remains that they don't have a number one receiver on a weekly basis. Michael Pittman has been by far the best receiver. He only had two receptions in this game for twenty three yards. That concerns me against teams that have high-powered offences, that they won't be able to generate those air yards to keep up. But I'm not sure it matters when you're able to ground and pound like this. No, I mean... Um, you like to grind and pound, don't I, you? I do like to grind and pound. Uh, <laughs> um, but, no, the, um, the, the, the I guess it's, it's, it's the same with the Colts for years. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. You know, T.Y. Hilton is, um, you know... He's so 2017, I can't believe he's not playing for the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, and they used to get incredible um, production out of tight ends with, um, with Luck and um, uh, Rivers. Even with Brissett. Brissett. Yep. And that's, you know, Mo Cox is not a... Well, he had no targets this week. Oh, sorry, yeah. one target, no receptions this week. Jack Doyle, three receptions, 30 yards. But that's that's not enough. Uh, yeah, I, mean, like I, guess, I guess we can't judge him on this week because no, this no. week they didn't need to throw the ball. And if you don't need to throw the ball, don't throw the ball. Um, but, um, you know, it uh, based on the season, uh, I mean, I've, I, I've, I've, I've called the, the Pats industrious. That would also be um the Colts then they're, they're not an exciting team but um you know it doesn't matter <laughs> you can just hand it off to the running back and he will create something great which I came into the season as a bit of a Jonathan Taylor doubter yeah and um you know uh not as bad not as bad as a Gary on um on Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. so no. just I just want to get out of there the elite okay. Aaron Jones yeah elite Aaron Jones but yeah, no, he's completely won me over, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's, you know, he's he's going to be a number one fantasy pick next year. Uh, you know, not not a number one, but maybe first round in the top four or five. You know, 
And um, no, it's just what you know, what a player he's become. And it's well, it helps the you know the O line for the Colts was a bit slow at the start of the year, and it you yeah, know, definitely yeah. You know, it's get it's got better. I mean, I guess Quentin Dawson coming back and getting up to speed helps. But yeah, um, I mean, I get the feeling both these teams are going to end up playoff bound. But I mean, if you're a team like the Titans, who probably will be welcoming back a Derrick Henry by the um, by playoffs, you'd be licking your lips at the foot of the Bills right now. You certainly would. They did help the uh, Colts at one point. Uh, McKenzie, the, the punt returner, managed to fall over the turf yeah. monster drop the ball and, and basically give it to the Colts on like the two yard line for a score. And also Tyler Bass was one of, I think nine kickers this week to miss multiple kicks. Like they kickers struggled this week. This, yeah. this was not a good week for kickers. There's not too much of that in the show because it's, it's no longer a thing. It seems to be every third week, a bunch of kickers miss Mason Crosby. We could get to later. Terrible again, really? Yeah. It's no, it, it, it used to be, you know, one week a season, there'd be like a, a weekend when everyone was bad. But no, it is. It's every two, three weeks now. You're looking and going, well, you know, kickers missed again. Do uh, If you had to pick one of these teams to make the playoffs right now, which one? Well, the Bills have still got to play. Bills are six <laughs> and four. Colts are five and five. I mean, I think they're both getting there. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, well, pick one. Uh, well, um, I, I'm not going to hold you to it. I mean, they're both getting there, but I, th- I think... Because of the Bills have to play Miami and uh, the Jets, I mean it, that makes it a little bit easier. Um, they also have to play the Patriots twice. They have to play the Patriots twice, but it wouldn't surprise you if they split. Yeah, their, yeah, absolutely. You know, one, one, one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I personally think they're both getting there. But um, I think who at the moment who uh, who I think is has more chance of progressing further in the playoffs. I mean, I know it's November. You look at the Colts, and the Colts are a team on the up. The Bills are a team, sort of um, leveling up. You know, I think uh, I think there's as well when it comes to playoff football, the Colts' defense and being able to run the ball. I think that will uh, stand them in best. Col- Colts are six and five, not five and five. My mistake. Um, but they they have some tricky matchups left as well. So we've already said that uh, we know the Bills have got to play the Patriots twice. But uh, <laughs> the Colts have got the Bucks. That could yeah. be difficult. Uh, then they've got the Texans, which, you know, frisky or otherwise, it's the Texans. Then they've got the Patriots yep. as well. Then they've got the Cardinals. And then the round off the season with the Raiders and the Jags. Yeah. So, you know, there's three or four winnable games in there. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. But yeah. actually, they could be in all of those games. You know, I'd say the only heavy favourite is going to be the Cardinals. Heavy favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know... After the bye, Murray will be back. That makes the you know the the Cardinals a much different team. Yeah, but even then, I don't think like I don't think any of those teams are sort of heavy favourites against the Colts right now because they 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 can they've, they've got a bit of. I know that the passing game isn't great, but I mean Pittman and Hilton still would be better than options on. A lot of other teams, True. you know, I think they've got enough. Um, but yeah, I still think, you know, what we said about the start of the season, that they're 
I think they're a good team, but they're a couple of couple of positions away from being a really great team. The, the Bills have the Saints, the Patriots, the Bucks, the Panthers um, in in the next four games, which is you know again all games they should be competitive in, but maybe not on the showing we've just had. Uh, then they play the Patriots again, and then they actually have a, a very soft end to the season, which could really help them at the Falcons and then the Jets in their last two games. Yep. Um, I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse. Saying. And the thing with the Bills is, it wouldn't surprise you if they came back and uh, blitzed, but, blitzed to someone next they're, week. They're due in the next week or two a really high scoring game. They're going to go all out for scoring. Yeah. Um, their defence has bailed them out in the past and I think the defence will come right as talented. But they need to get this offence consistent. It, do you remember at starting the season they were just blowing teams away? Yeah. And that, they need to get back to that. And they will, I'm sure they will, you know. Um, their the, the receivers are, you know, Diggs and even Sanders are just too talented to um, um, be, fall asleep. Uh, fall asleep <laughs> and fail, basically fail. And which... I know Diggs scored this weekend, but you know, it's still it's still a fail from the offense. It's but not been it's not been his finest season. Right, uh, moving on elsewhere in the AFC East, we'll round it off. Uh, far from the best game, but uh, Jets Dolphins played. Uh, Dolphins win twenty four seventeen. Tua actually uh, had one of his best games. Yeah. I, I you know I thought he was impressive uh, in this game. Twenty seven of thirty three, two hundred and seventy three yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Yes, it's against the Jets, but it's still got to be done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Miles Gaskin, a decent game as well. Eighty-nine yards off twenty-three carries. You know, it's not setting the world on fire, but it's good enough. The, the problem with this game is these are two massively underwhelming teams that both should have had somewhat better seasons. All right, the Jets have had a rookie quarterback for some of the season. They were starting their fourth different quarterback. Joe Flacco started this game. Flacco's now lost sixteen of his last eighteen starts in the NFL. Does not surprise me though, does it? I mean, like he's he's been on some but turgid teams. Before you slag him off, twenty four of thirty nine, two hundred ninety one yards and two touchdowns. He's actually statistically the best quarterback the Jets have had this season. Better than Mike White. Well, yeah, I mean, he, well, yeah. But I mean, Mike White had a hot game, and, and then was and hot then, shit after. Then that. you realise, oh yeah, no, it's it's I'm Mike it's White. Mike White. Um, um, you know. His Kaiser style um, proclamations uh, proved to be um, Kaiser on Kaiser esque. They, they um, really did. But you know, yeah, it, I think it's with the Jets. I mean, they are. It's a it's a rubbish team. <laughs> I mean, we can you know. I know we had the argument last week about um, oh, Salah. You know, this isn't a good. This isn't a great team he's got he needs a few years to get it into his image I guess in to create a style at the moment they have got nothing um they've got they're gonna have early draft picks which helps you know as long as you do do it right two of the top 10 aren't they two of the yeah. top 10 uh some other New York team's got another two in the top 10 at the moment yeah uh exciting times in New York well looking forward to all four of them players being wasted over the I'm, next five I'm years. looking f- I'm hoping that we send it send those somewhere else um, uh, yeah, I've heard the Seahawks might be looking for some picks. Yes, um, but anyway, well, let's mention Elijah Moore though, uh, the brightest of bright sparks on the Jets yeah. team. 141 yards and a touchdown on ele- on uh, eight receptions. He is climbing the ladder to being one of the 
best receivers out of this draft class. He's right up there with Jamar Chase. Like, bearing in mind he's playing on a far worse team. That's it, that's, yeah. That's, that's the caveat. Like, you know, he's not putting up the numbers regularly, but to get this out of... And again, Joe Flacco. Uh, well, it's not... Just, yeah, it's four quarterbacks as well. Like, you know, yeah, Jamar yeah. Chase is doing it from his mate from college. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but Elijah Moore doing it from a bloke who, for, you know, for all intents and purposes, I know, I know nothing about Zach Wilson from college. Um, he didn't play a lot, that's why. That's it. A um, bit Mormon. <laughs> and um, Mike White, Joe Flacco, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, Josh Johnson started a game. Oh, of course, Josh oh, no, Johnson. I don't know if he started. Did he start? I think he might have come in when Mike oh, White okay. not, got knocked Josh out. Josh Johnson played amazingly when he played. Yeah, I mean, uh, to get anything out of that collection of quarterbacks is is Mike Michael Carter um is doing all right as well as a sort of catching running back but he's um he's injured for two weeks because yeah, he's in my fantasy team out. so he, of course that's been jinxed. good he's been good but he's I keep hearing his name come up and I expected more uh I just don't know he's a jet that's yeah. what he, he, he's doing well for a jet he, he's outplaying the once so talented Tevin Coleman who uh only managed 16 rushing yards this week I mean, he was so good. He was really good. For like two seasons. Um, at like, the Falcons. Yeah. And then he did fuck all, he did fuck all under Shanahan at the 49ers where he could, even at a point when Shanahan could basically pick blokes out of the crowd and turn them into stars. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman was still rubbish. And, um, yeah, it's no surprise. I think, um, I think um, it's... Uh, I think it's scrapyard bound for Tevin Coleman. Have you ever heard of Durham Smythe? Uh, I think he's my solicitor. <laughs> Four receptions for 37 yards for the Dolphins. <laughs> Never fucking heard of him. Never heard of I him. I have no idea who he is. But uh, well done. Uh, your name's Durham. You've done very well for yourself. Um, I mean, yeah. I, there seems to be a, a, a rush to bring Zach Wilson back. Jets are on about starting him. No. Don't do it. Joe no. Flacco played all right. I, I wouldn't be rushing Zach Wilson back. I know they want to see him develop. But he's going to get crushed. And he's going to turn the ball over. And I I can't see that it's good for him. I can't see how you develop by being bad. It's the uh, uh, David Carr effect. You just exactly. get driven into the ground every yeah. week and you throw a load of picks. And uh, I mean, for, if Jim were here, he, I think he'd be saying you do need to get him back in to give him some reps under pressure. I think that's what he'd be saying. But I just, I don't know if you need to do it now. Like, you, if you can get another win or two for morale purposes, you, you, like I say, you've got multiple picks in the first round anyway, and there are no quarterbacks. You don't need one. It's not even, like, you know, not even mentioned, because it, it's, it, it, you know, this isn't a, a Darnold situation no. like what Wilson came in. You know, his, his first year, he's in a bad team. You know, just maybe let's take the pressure off. That's what I think the thing needs to be. Yeah, needs I to, think so. Let's take the pressure off both mentally and physically of having 300 pound men <laughs> driving his face into the ground which incidentally is one of your favorite pastimes it's yeah, i mean you know I, I i earn i earn all my money <laughs> what i spend it on is between me and the ground <laughs> apparently and the bears i meet uh, in <laughs> <the> clubs. <laughs> joe flacco gives them the best chance to get any sort of result right now and i never ever thought i would be saying that it's a, well, he's, he's know, been terrible since he uh, won a Super Bowl. Which, yeah. Which, by the way, is eight years ago. It, well, I mean, <laughs> if it was eight years ago, that means he's been carrying a broken back for seven years. I mean, Pretty much. You know, it, 
the give the fact that he's the best chance of a, getting a decent win is more a, is more saying anything about Mike White and Josh Johnson and you know anyone that they choose to play. It's now, speaking of uh, quarterbacks and injuries, this week the Seahawks welcome back Russell Wilson after his broken finger injury. Uh, we did play against. Did he play last week? He played against oh, sorry, the Packers. He, he did play but, last week, but didn't score. But did not do anything. Well, he has now lost three successive starts for the first time in his career. Um, the Cardinals still without Kyler Murray, so still starting Colt McCoy after also no showing last week. Um, <laughs> it made no difference. The, the Cardinals completely outplayed the Seahawks. It was only twenty three thirteen, but Pete Carroll's done in Seattle. Yeah. They're what three and seven. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not even going to be near the playoffs. I'm not sure how many more games they win this season. Two, three, maybe. Like, I, I don't think... I, I've got very little positive to say about the Seahawks. But if if they can't have Russ producing, the defence is no longer good enough to prop nope. the team up. Um, and, and Pete Carroll seems to be lost. He just doesn't... He looks. He now looks like an old guy on the, on the touchline who just looks confused. Well, he's been, you know... He's been out fought effectively by a, a guy who's had to use Colt McCoy. <laughs> I mean, fuck's sake. Um, you know, at one point, uh, Colt McCoy rushed for like 10 yards on a single carry. or It, it certainly felt like that's what he'd done. It, it, he, he suddenly powered forward out of nowhere, and you're like, what? This is Colt McCoy running free. Well, hasn't it been the case of the Seahawks? Unless it's Jamal Adams, no one's getting sacks there. Um, True. Um, I mean, the defense is is a strange collection of players. Bobby Wagner was the best uh, linebacker in football for a while, five years ago. But you know, yeah, those days. Forced, seem- to, f- forced to fumble this week. Yeah. I mean, I, I I get if you can surround him with players, he'd be great, but. You know, it's just him, and yeah, no, I'm, I, fuck, I mean, I, I, the thing is, right now, it feels like the Seahawks have needed a rebuild for two, three years, effectively, but of course, you have, um, you know, a hundred and four year old Pete Carroll there. <laughs> He's not. He hasn't got time for a rebuild, because, you know, it's just how it is. Pete Carroll. Is done. Uh, you know, this is yeah. it. This and is I, it. Draw I mean, the line. Move on. Now, if they do that, they that might stop you having Russell Wilson. Possibly. I but, mean, but I think that's what's what, going to happen. Well, you know, what you know, my my priorities and Seattle's priorities are very different, of course. But Say what? <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think um, I think yeah, I think it's best for all involved. But I think uh, th- as well, if you bring in a new person, you, it's got to be like um how, how i feel like salah and i think joe judge should be treated i think you need to give them time because the roster isn't good um and you know uh, as well if also they decide well now's the time to cash in on wilson because wilson maybe you know demands to be moved on you know which is yeah yeah what's what's possible. well his wife anyway she's demanding yes. to move on um, you know, um, it, it, you can't. It doesn't look like there's going to be a a star quarterback coming out this year potentially. So you know, there really needs to be 
time given. And um, uh, after a few years of mediocrity, our Seattle fans going to stand the by the first that. time in the Russell Wilson era that they'd failed to score a touchdown in eight consecutive quarters. They didn't, they didn't actually score a touchdown until the final quarter, and it was DJ Dallas of all people. Yeah. Um, okay, let's stop talking about the shit hawks for a minute. James Connor, brilliant, thirteen touchdowns this season. Uh, he has five games with at least one touchdown, which is the longest streak since nineteen fifty for a Cardinal. Of course, uh, he's been brilliant and yet somewhat understated. Yeah, I mean. He's been incredibly Don't efficient. Forget, the Steelers didn't want him. Yeah. And and Kenyon Drake's done most of the... Kenyon Drake? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds has done all of the, the hard yards. But James Conner today, or at the weekend at least, carrying the day somewhat. 21 attempts, 62 yards, touchdown. You know, the average isn't great. Three yards of carry, but he's scoring all yeah. the time. You, you can't stop him. And uh, this is exactly what they need. You know, this is their first secured winning record since 2015 for the Cardinals. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'd have thought it would possibly be longer because I just... Well, Carson Palmer, that was... I yeah, believe Carson, Carson Palmer got injured that year, didn't he? Yeah, of course. So, um, <laughs> and AJ Green, uh, a decent game for him. Four receptions, 78 yards. He looked like... One of those catches was AJ Green circa 2013. Yeah, it was... It was incredible. He was... Or 2014. It was incredible. It, like, the way he located the ball in the air as he turned his head uh, and took it straight off the defensive back. Excellent. Zach Ertz as well. Eight receptions for 88 yards and two touchdowns. Somebody who often contributes to this podcast told me he'd be no good there because there weren't enough targets to go around. But that person did not forecast DeAndre Hopkins being missing exactly. for a, a number of weeks. Uh, to that person, I say, in your face. Fuck you. <laughs> I would never be so so mean. <laughs> if you're um, listening, Griff said you were an absolute dickhead and uh, thinks he could fight you. Colt McCoy... He's done fine. We're going to move on from him in a second. But this guy is lucky. as Because, firstly, how's he ended up on a team coached by Cliff Klinkernuts when he was so papped for the Giants <laughs> last year? And he's now bought himself another two years as a backup in the league yeah, with yeah. two out of three wins. Uh, he also, three fumbles he had, lost none of them. How is that a thing? How do you drop the ball three times and no one else on the other team picks it up? Oh, I mean, you know... Obviously, if you've been hanging around Daniel Jones enough, which he did last year, you, you're probably well averse in, you know, scrambling for uh, scrambling for fumbles. So, you know, we, you can thank us later, Cliff Klinkernuts. But yeah, no, he's done enough. Yeah, that's all, you know, he's a backup quarterback. That's all he needs to you do. You get two is, wins in three weeks out of your backup quarterback. This shows me, uh, and, and we'll get to it when we, when we get to the Giants, but this... <laughs> I, what I'm not getting at, Colt McCoy is not a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, but he is being coached way better than Daniel Jones. Yeah. That seem fair? Yes. Okay. Moving on from the shithawks, uh, a team benefiting from their defeat with the 49ers, who notched a second win in as many weeks as they absolutely hosed the Jags 30-10. to 30-10. to 10. I mean, it's not like the Niners have been brilliant this season and the Jags never stood a chance, but it looked like it in this game because... What have the Jaguars got going for them? I, 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 we've seen them win two games, and I've not really been impressed either time. All right, one of them was a, a nine to six victory over the Bills or whatever it was, but it was hard. It was that was so much luck. All right, the defense played okay, but to have the Bills not score more than six points was more down to luck than anything else. I, I will not credit Urban Meyer with that. I will not. 
I mean, because that's a freak game. It's a freak it, score. It was a, it was a freak game, freak score. I mean, the you know, you know, you had the Josh Allen, Josh Allen thing, Al- think, Allen on Allen, yeah, violence, yeah. But I mean, the, the Jags are turgid, and you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know what I don't know what the um. I guess the identity, you know, we've mentioned identity before. What is the identity of the Jags? It, I mean, at the moment, they're a, a, a shit team living off past glories that only... What past w- glories? Well, that one year. <laughs> Saxonville, um, which came, went, and, you know... Um, but, yeah, basically, the, you know, the identity is, well, well, we'll win when we get to London. Uh, which you know, is not going to be for another year. So I don't know what's going on. George Kittle, third consecutive game with a touchdown, which was the first time he's done that in his career. Oh, really? Yeah, three consecutive expect- games. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't expect that. After after not scoring for a year. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. I, mean, exactly. I know injuries were involved. Yeah, yeah, but, but still. Um, Jimmy G, again, played well. I think he's had four consecutive games of 100-plus quarterback rating. So... Uh, the talk of bringing Trey Lance in seems to have disappeared. I, I don't hear it anymore. 16 of 22, 176 yards and two touchdowns. Efficient, again. And that's all you need to be for this to work. Now, Debo Samuel, eight rushing attempts, 79 yards and a touchdown. It, he was their only running back. They didn't bother with it. I mean, all right, Jeff Wilson had 19 carries for 50 yards, but I feel like I could do that. I mean, who was the guy? Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon, 10 Came- carries, 32 yards. I mean, I mean, like, he was drafted very early in fantasy because uh, uh, everyone believes in Shanahan. But yeah, he's done. I mean, Chuffle. fuck all. I mean, quite frankly, uh, I mean, I, I think I heard Shanahan talking about him this week, saying, you know, it's just, you know, it's just not working. But and it's true. Uh, well, that's down to Shanahan. Oh, uh, it was nice to see Brandon Ayuk, uh, you know, figuring on the stat sheet again. Seven receptions, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown. Yep. They can get him, Kittle, and Debo all working in the same game. Then all of a sudden, this team's really good again. I, I honestly believe that. Um, it, you know, there's there's not much else to say on this game, but I, I I haven't seen anything from Trevor Lawrence. I just I know it's a bad team. I don't want to judge him, but either Meyer or Lawrence, something's not right with what it has to be one of them. Because well, he you know be, who I think it yeah, is. <laughs> and me too, because Lawrence... But the thing is, he could be producing some wow plays in a bad team, but I'm not seeing those either. And I, but I think he's being constrained. Yeah. Now, one every of the, so often, I've you, you, like when he was at the London game, every so often there's beautiful throws, and you think, there is a player here. Mm. But yeah, it, it, it feels... It's well very, hidden. It feels very much like a, you know, a player on a leash. Yeah, the thing is, obviously, he hasn't had DJ Chark do 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 since week three. Yeah, broken ankle, and another one of the more explosive players was Jamal Agnew, who's now, now done. Yeah, uh, you know, he had punt returns, kick returns. He had a, at least one receiving touchdown, racked up two or three hundred yards, like a he, poor McCall Hardman. Yeah, he basically he he put up one highlight play every week, and now that's gone. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I see nothing but bleak for the Jags going forward. I mean. No, I mean, I'm not going to mention James Robinson again because I keep we keep mentioning him, but you know, because he's an excellent player. Ten touchdowns on the season. Yep. Uh, despite no, I think they only had nine rushing touchdowns all of last season. Exactly. Um, so um, you know, 
Fucking use him. But you, you know, the, <laughs> I know he's injured, but the Jags do play the Falcons next week. I mean, if if anything screams our first nil nil draw <laughs> since what the fifties or whatever it is, then that is going to be it, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, they've got the Rams, Titans, Texans, Jets, Patriots, and Colts to see out the season. They're going to get beaten at least four of them. Yeah, if not all of them, probably all of them. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, the Falcons, Jags, that's a bad matchup. It's going to be uh, dull. Right, yeah. let's uh, let's talk Vikings love. Yeah. Do we have to? Yeah, not in the not in the bad like invading your country way, but actual the Vikings holding in there, hanging tough against the Packers, and uh, heartbreak not siding with the Vikings this time, but instead falling into the lap of Green Bay. Uh, this was a thirty four thirty one win for the Vikings. Greg Joseph hitting the 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 late late field goal. But this is the Kirk Cousins story. He is playing at MVP level. Laugh at me, you might. But check the numbers. They're incredible. Uh, you know, I, uh, I want to I laugh at you, and, and you know, but I can't. Uh, he's playing really well. And, you know, he's making clutch plays. He, you know, the drive, you know, any, you know, you could, a couple of games, you know, he's been given like 20, 30 seconds at the end to move them down the field enough, and he's doing it. I mean, I, I don't like it, but, you know, he's, he's playing really, really well. And, um, you know, yeah, especially, you know, to come out on a, as a victor in the COVID Bowl. Let, is, me, let me give you his numbers on the season. He's uh, completing 68%. He currently has 2,775 yards, 21 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's... Not, I mean, what more? What what could you want? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I don't, literally, um, the offense has a bit of everything. Really, you know, it's got a uh, a lights out running back. Uh, it's got Jefferson, Phelan, Conklin. You know, there's there's an, a good offense there. I guess for a few years, for a while, the the questions we've been on Cousins and he's answering at this year. Um, Certainly is. And the, the defence is stepping up um, over the last few weeks. Like, you know, Zimmer has a way of making safeties very, you know, coaching safeties to become very, very good players. Doing that again. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't like them. But yeah, they're, they're you know, they're playing brilliantly. I can't, you know, I, w- I want to slag him off. No, you can't. No, uh, they might. I, mean, I can, but but I won't because it'd be the, unfair. The problem for the Vikings is they're saving Mike Zimmer's job, or they're trying to, and and they shouldn't bother. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see what they're gaining from it. In all fairness, they're only five and five after this. Packers fall to eight and three. It, there's no stress on the Packers here. They're gonna they're gonna canter to this divisional title. And the Vikings are going to be in the playoff hunt until the end and then probably cock it up. But the, the fact that they're in it is, is impressive. And you, you all, all I can find to fault with this team is the coaching. Yeah. Everson Griffin, he's reached 80 sacks as a Viking. Uh, Kirk Cousins putting up phenomenal numbers, like we said. The coaching, it, that's where a lot of the luck comes from. And I, I honestly think saving Mike Zimmer's job is the wrong thing to do. Uh, you know, has it got? He's been there a while. Has it got tired? 
looks so. I mean, he I looks get, so. Yeah, but you know, is it a case of better the devil you know? Um, no, you, you look. They'd be wasting Justin Jefferson. He, he had uh, ten targets, eight receptions, one hundred and sixty-nine yards, and two touchdowns this week. Now imagine what he'd do under a good offensive coach. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, he's 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 a brilliant player, and the you know the off- offense is playing really well. But yeah, if they this is the question because um, for a lot of people who would profess to be the smartest people in the room, they get it wrong a lot. Uh, you know, owners and whatever in this in this um, in this game. But yeah, if they can get it, get the right player, they could. I mean, they they could be incredibly explosive team that doesn't have to result result. You know, all their games are close. You know. Yeah, this is the Packers, I know, but they've had close games against much worse teams as well, and they should, you know, they shouldn't be, you know, having to win games as many games as they do by like three to six points. Yeah, I know, and 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 let's be honest as well. One of the main contributors to them winning this game was Mason Crosby, so he missed yeah. a field goal again. That's his eighth miss of the season, which is his most in a year since twenty twelve, including that year where he missed. Five in a game or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't like to see teams quickly move on from kickers because I don't often think there's a better option out there. But I wonder if he's starting to slide towards the end of his career, and they need to consider what they're going to do about this because it's becoming a problem. It is. It, it's. 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 Well, it's the sort of problem that that costs you big games. Well, I'd, I mean, I would hate for Aaron Rodgers to suddenly have what I think is an elite defence most weeks, not necessarily against the Vikings, but most weeks, to get into the playoffs with that and then be let down by the kicker. Because yeah. Aaron Rodgers, this was his 67th game with 300-plus yards. Who do you think is... Well, no, I'll tell you who the next nearest Green Bay quarterback is. It's Brett Favre. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers has 67 300-plus games. How many does Brett Favre have? Uh, fifty-one, fifty-five. But very good. But now, just think about the the disparity in those two. It's yeah. phenomenal. Um, this was also the twenty-sixth time that Rogers has put up four touchdowns without throwing a pick in a game. The numbers yeah. are insane. Oh, if he wasn't such a dickhead, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm a huge Rogers fan anyway. But you know, he makes it hard for me to like him a lot of the time. Prime Rogers or Prime Peyton? Which one's better? There's only one way to find out. Fight, but yeah. uh, I think I think Rogers can make fro- like you know like Rogers can make the throws that um, we've sort of been eulogising uh, Mahomes for. Yeah, I don't know. I literally I don't know who I'd pick because Prime, Prime Rogers for me. Yeah, Prime Rogers tainted by the fact that the first. Seven years of Peyton Manning, I didn't watch. Yes. So, mm, I don't know. We haven't seen a drop-off, really, from Rodgers. He had a couple of years, statistically, where he was down, but it was injury-related and Mike McCarthy-related. And the talent around him related. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but he's not had the end-of-career drop that Peyton had because he hasn't got there yet. But, but for me, Prime Rodgers is better than Prime Peyton. Whilst, you know... 
I mean, Rogers is what, 38, 37? Yeah, 38. When, when Peyton was Proper 37, when Pey- Peyton was 37, he also did throw 50 touch, 52 yeah. touchdowns in, in one season. So um, it it is a it's a judgment call of the, the type of quarterback you want, I guess, because like no one's run an offense like Peyton has. Ineffective. Uh, for, for me, I think uh, it's, I Rogers can make more throws. Yeah. And I think he's a threat with his legs still. Yes. So, for me, I'd take Prime Rogers. Yeah, I mean, as well, as the game moves on, it becomes more and more of a Rogers game anyway. But yeah, uh, I don't think... I love a good Rogers game. <laughs> right. But yeah. Let's let's move this one aside before Duncan starts crying. Um, could the Bears or the Lions manage to emulate the Vikings and notch up a win in the NFC North? No! no. Of course not! Because they're shit. The plucky Lions, and I am fed up with using that phrase... Lose 13-10 to a decidedly deadwood Browns and the Bears notch their eighth straight loss off of a bye week as they leave too much time on the clock for the Ravens' Tyler Huntley and Devonta Freeman, losing 16-13. Where to start out of these two showers of games? Because, okay, we'll do it in reverse order from this one. So, Tyler Huntley is the big name there. I've even written it big for you, so you know it's the big name. That's because Lamar Jackson was ruled out with a non-COVID illness. Which I like to think meant he shit his pants just before kickoff. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> you have to think. What's I'm the, immature. What's the what's the uh, Ill, what's the kind of illness that's going to come on quickly and result in you not being able to play, especially in uh, white pants, which the uh, Ravens do wear. Um, he's probably had too much seafood. <laughs> probably speaking from experience here. <laughs> Well, you are an athlete like Lamar Jackson. It does mess with your fine-tuning. Luckily, when I'm playing football on a Sunday night, uh, I wear black. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Tyler Huntley's first start ends in victory. Um, (laughs) The the Bears went up uh, 13-10, and they left two whole minutes on the clock. Now, this was a Bears team that admittedly had been moribund all game until they were forced to bring in Andy Dalton because Justin Fields has damaged ribs, bruised ribs is what we're told. Yes, yeah, so no as, cracks. Not as bad as they feared. No. But he was pummeled. But but the uh, the very fact that Andy Dalton looked much better than Justin Fields... It's not Fields, a surprise, is it? I don't think so. Uh, I know that Fields sporadically has looked far more athletic than Andy Dalton, which is also not a surprise. Again, you could look far more athletic than Andy Dalton. But he, he came in and immediately knew how to get the team down the field. Yeah. It's just he did it too quickly. And they left so much time on the clock. And Huntley had been very conservative all game, started winging it down the field. And it worked. And then you allow Devonta Freeman circa 2015-16 to rush in for the score. This is the week where they released Le'Veon Bell. And this is why, because Freeman had, had easily superseded him. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Freeman's a different type of running back to Lev Bell. Uh, you know, he's 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 a bloke you can just hand the ball off and he's going to, uh, you know, power through players, whereas Lev Bell is best with, uh, you know, catching but, a short, yeah, you catching know, a short pass, which is uh, the Ravens. Uh, uh, but, yeah... Um, I mean, just because I don't want Perry to feel left out, by the way, the Bears' uh, eight straight losses off a of bye is only the second worst after the <laughs> Raiders' <laughs> ten consecutive losses off bye weeks. Oh, he doesn't listen to us anyway. Um, uh, but but yeah, um, 
I mean, I mean, the, the Harbour, you know, I know we, we make, a lot's made of uh, uh, Belichick's record with rookie quarterbacks, but, you know, Harbour, a Harbour defence is not something a rookie quarterback also wants to face because, you know, they can make it really awkward. And, you know, I know I mean, the, the job they did to Herbert this, earlier this year just shows that, you know, when they're when they're organised, they can properly like just dis, just dismantle a player. So, um, yeah, um, but yeah, it was a pretty. It was a uh, grim game. It was a grim game. Four of eleven for seventy nine yards, Justin Fields. Eleven of twenty three for two hundred and one and two touchdowns for Andy Dalton. Um, if they could combine the two of them, I think they'd have a, a very good quarterback. Yeah. If I'm honest, Mooney um, was it Mooney? Darnell um, Mooney, five receptions, hundred and twenty one yards and a touchdown. But more importantly. Do you remember Marquise Goodwin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember him? Like, yeah. He turned up this week. Four receptions, 104 yards and a touchdown. They were excellent. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got wide receiving threats. They they should have even more. I mean, you, you'll notice there uh, nothing for Alan Robinson. I mean... I believe he was questionable coming into the game. I don't know if he made much of an appearance, but certainly I, not on the stat sheet. No, I mean, it's just a waste of time. Jimmy Graham had two receptions for 25 yards. Well, you who, know, who knew he was still alive? I mean, I knew he was still alive, and you know, he's, he must be the one of the richest tight ends ever. But I mean, I don't know how because you know he's not been good for five years. But yeah, well, you know, uh, well done him on him on you know <laughs> scraping a living. The uh, the Ravens go to seven and three. They're top of the AFC. We'll get to that. Uh, top of the AFC North. Row. We'll get to that shortly. Bears fall to three and seven. It's another completely wasted season. I know it's all about developing Justin Fields, but Matt Nagy's got to go. The Bears, it's it's a it's a constant cycle of, of rebuild. They need to, I think a bit like we said with the Jets, they need to allow Fields to develop behind Andy Dalton. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing. That... Uh, I really don't. No. And I just think they need to be so careful with him. This is bruised ribs. That could easily be cracked ribs. That could be... Four or five games, like two, are struggled. And, and they, look and at Baker at the moment. Exactly. We're going to move on. We're going to, we're going to move on to him, but you know. Yeah. Well, we will. That's a, that's a great place to jump off. So Baker Mayfield basically played like shit uh, in a thirteen to ten win for the Browns over the Lions. The Lions started Timmy Mallet at quarterback. Right? Sorry, <laughs> Tim Boyle at quarterback. <laughs> it may as well have been Timmy Mallet. Yeah. This guy was not good. Does not look like an NFL quarterback any more than. He was a fan Dabby Dozy. <laughs> he could have done with a great big mallet. To <laughs> that, would, that would have probably helped his cause. Um, you know, I'm not sure anyone on the line thought they'd be saying, welcome back Jared Goff next week, but I suspect they will be now. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't pretty reading. He was uh, 15 of 23 for 77 yards. Well done. I mean, <laughs> I mean, congratulations. He won 10 crisp packets yeah, and became yeah. a starter in the NFL. Yeah, well, sub Mike White. Well done, you. <laughs> there, there was a particular podcast years ago. You used to have something called the, the Gabbert Zone. <laughs> and uh, this guy is, is, is well under the Gabbert Zone. This is not, not good stuff. Uh, the only thing the Lions have got going for them, we've said all season, is DeAndre Swift. 14 attempts, 136 yards and a touchdown. Other than that, the touchdown run was really like it was yeah of course super. because he's brilliant he's yeah he's brilliant he's wasted at the Lions but he's brilliant yeah um, but I mean should we move on to the, the Browns yeah so 
I, there's nothing to be said for the Lions other than the fact that eventually I think they're going to win one because I, I think they will. I, I do, but I, I just don't know how. I, I can't. They, they need DeAndre Swift to have a, a Jonathan Taylor game. Now, like you say, move on to the Browns. It's contract year for Baker, really. They can just play him on the fifth-year option next year, and that is what I think is going to happen. He is so injured. He's completely injured. They should be resting him for two or three weeks. Let Case Keenan play. The team was basically the same. Yeah. I, I, mean, don't, I don't think he's that much better than Case Keenum. I think he. I mean, I think he, his I think ceiling he is. is higher. His ceiling is higher. You know, Case Keenum is probably one of the best backup in the league. Colt you know, McCoy. Colt, you know, no, don't fuck off. Don't make me... Uh, Brian Hoyer? Trubisky, uh, you know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, yeah, I mean, he is... He is Keenum is better than uh, a Mayfield playing... He's Clearly playing injured. He's got so three injured. separate injuries going yeah, on. Yeah, like, literally, like, he's saying he's never felt worse. And I know publicly he's also saying, you know, he's ready to play, you know, but that's... Um, that's frankly bullshit. I mean, he need, they need to give him a rest because, um, you know, I know that they're still in the in a playoff fight, and um, but I don't see how you're going to do that with a limping quarterback. And even if you get to the playoffs, I mean, he's just one hit away from you know having to play Keenum anyway. He looks like they're stitching him back together every week and throwing him out there. Uh, yeah, it's it's poor management. It's poor touchdown. management. Yeah, For a guy good. who was coach of the year last week, coach of the year last it, year. It seems very is, odd. This is poor management of a... a they, it's the most important position in the fucking game. Now, the Browns did win on the back of Nick Chubb, though. 22 rushes, 130 yards. Um, he basically took the game away from the Lions. If, if they hadn't have had him out there, this was the Lions' win. And that would have been so Browns to do that. Um, I mean, it's what we've been saying, though, isn't it? Like, you know, uh, when you've got an injured Baker and you didn't have uh, a running game, it it was even worse. But now you've got Chubb back. Give give Keenum the go and just... Well, if you've got Chubb, you've got to use it, right? Exactly. You know. uh, (laughs) You know, but yeah. um, No, it's it's just poor. And the defence... Defense is good. The defense is good if you can, you know, use them sparingly, and um, having an you know an injured quarterback just means you, you are totally botching it effectively. Uh, yeah, it, it it's a strange thing. Um, it, it, it it's just a bizarre set of circumstances, and rarely do we want to be calling for Case Keenum, but this is one of those times because I think it will make the Browns a better team right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it protects, you know. Jarvis Landry had his first touchdown of the season. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't a receiving touchdown. He rumbled in uh, as a rusher. I think it might have even been direct snap wildcat, but he rumbled in. Um, that shows you how anemic the passing game has been because neither Beckham nor Landry have a receiving touchdown on this team. No. And if you'd have told me that last year, I'd have called you a liar. Well, yeah, I mean, people, Jones has been doing fine. But yeah, uh, Landry is now... They're, de, you know, de, de facto number one. I mean, you know, it probably would have been uh, Adele if if fit and, you know, through, ever, but it's never worked. Through it's just week 11, worked. how many touchdowns does Baker Mayfield have? Passing uh, touchdowns. Passing. 
12? 10 to 6 interceptions. Now, I know he's missed some time, and I know he's been injured. That's not good numbers. No. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Let me remind you, uh, Kirk Cousins, 21 and 2. Yeah. Uh, and the talent levels on those two teams, I would say the Browns are a better team. I, I know the Vikings have got Jefferson. The, the, the Still. I think Jefferson, Phelan, whether are a better pair than what the Browns have, but I'm not saying the Browns are a bad team. I think that, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't argue with that, but I just think that illustrates how anemic they have become. Yeah. and But it's your own fault, you know. You're playing an injured bloke. They're, they're a run-first team, like I was saying with the Patriots. It's just that the Browns aren't as good at it. Yeah, right now. Well, the, the, the run is when they're fit. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. That's what I mean, right It's now. the best one, too, in, in football. If both those teams play at their peak, the Browns are a better team. Yeah. Because their defence is as good. But, yeah, they're, they're, it's um, it's just bizarre what's going on. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's a lot of the shit out of the way. Uh, <laughs> so the Ravens' win does keep them atop the AFC North, and like I say, the, the Browns are bottom of that. Uh, what could the chasing pack do? Well, the, the the Bengals whooped up on a lifeless Raiders, who, I may add, are no longer contenders. They lost 32-13. Uh, and at the same time, the Steelers took on the Chargers in what turned out to be an epic on Sunday night and eventually lost 37-41. These two games couldn't have been more different. Basically, <laughs> basically the Raiders didn't show no, uh, no, no, no. again for the third consecutive loss in the Bisaccia era. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be a shortly dear us. Let's not even call yeah, it yeah. dear us. Well, uh, you got to call it something. Span. Uh, yes, the Bisaccia span. It sounds like something to do with architecture. <laughs> I was having trouble with my Bisaccia span. It sounds like something from a weight loss clinic. <laughs> I've never been to a weight loss clinic. Me neither. Uh, well, perhaps you should try. Hey. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, I. Yeah, so let's go with the Bengals. Joe Burrow, 20 of 29, 148 yards and touchdown. Absolutely nothing impressive. Joe Mixon, 30 attempts, 123 yards, two touchdowns, dominated the game, basically kept the Raiders off the field a lot of the time. Yep. He was excellent. He's been so good this year because he's been fit. He's actually been available. Yeah. Been calling out for it all this time because this is what they need. We know Burrow, when needed, can execute brilliant plays. But you don't want to be riding that all the time. As well, you, like, he started off last season well. But, of course, after, what, you know, game six when Boa got injured, yep. you knew that's all they had. Right now, they they have a balanced offense, you know. can Is it going to be a, a you know, Boa uh, to chase has been uh, brilliant, but, you know, uh, they've also got other other receivers that, you know, can mix it up. But, yeah, Mixon, superb. Absolutely. Like, it's a shame that he's doing it this year when you've also got Taylor. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, 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 you know uh, Eckler's having a great season. These players and... Well, this, this illustrates how good he's been in context. Joe Mixon has one or more touchdowns in seven straight games, which is the longest streak for a Bengals running back ever. Doesn't surprise me. Well, no, because he's probably the best running back they yeah. had. But it, it just that gives you some context as to what he's worth to this franchise. They've got franchise running back, franchise quarterback, franchise wide receiver, and the defense has been good. Yeah. Something is missing occasionally. 
which I still think is down to Zach Taylor being a young coach. But it's a really good team. Yeah, the defence needs additions, but that's, you know, that's doable because the offence, the offence is young as well. So they can just keep adding little bits to that each year. I mean, I don't want to live in a world where the Bengals are good. (laughs) But it seems that might be the case. Um, And, uh, you know... Fuck is it, you know, but they're, you know, they're doing really well. Um, I thought, I thought, uh, Zach Taylor would be, uh, living his last year as a head coach, but nope, I think, uh, he's, uh, he's doing, he's doing fine. The seat is no longer hot at all. So, yeah, I'm not sure if, it, you know, three more sacks on Burrow, though. Oh, every time he gets sacked, I watch it through my fingers. I can't. Uh, Use your eyes. I know. I, I, I like. There was a bit where he ma- he made a you know, little bit of a run, and uh, the play- the the defender got to him. I was like, oh no, 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 no! And um, yeah, it doesn't get any easier to watch because it is. It, you know, I just remember what happened. But well, we all remember. Nobody wants to see that again. But no. you know, to be fair. He's going to take it. It's it's not like he it was Alex Smith esque, uh, and we watched that through clenched fists. I don't know about fingers. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, no. Nah, and th- for the Raiders, I mean, Derek Carr is a talented quarterback. Um, Josh Jacobs is a good running back. Waller's a should be a top three or four tight end and I just don't know how you how it's so anemic right now no I the whole team looks a bit lost yeah Burrow's been sacked 28 times this season already oh it's not oh. <laughs> it's too much now this was we knew this was the cost of drafting Jamar Chase yeah. he did not get that elite lineman but he is upright so that's what counts let's uh, let's look at the Steelers Chargers Th- this game <laughs> the, basically the Steelers made it a game in the fourth quarter when they scored I think 27 points in the fourth yeah. quarter and, and then lost to Austin Eckler yeah couldn't have been happier to be honest with you oh man I, I, uh, I'm not gonna lie I didn't I didn't stay awake for this whole game but I woke up and had a nice little chuckle to myself when I saw <laughs> saw the score the score and the uh, the game plan but yeah um, uh, is, is this the the spark that reignites the Chargers season do you think I hope so, because you know, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a, a huge fan of you know where they've been going, but um, I hope yeah you know as well. I think um, well, they're another team that's got franchise quarterback, franchise running back, franchise wide receiver, receiver. in place. Yeah, yeah. Which normally, when you've got a team, is a, a surefire sign that you're heading towards the playoffs. The defense has been poop this season. Yeah, it's poop. It's, it's strange when you've got, you know, a defensive-minded head coach, and you've got players on that defense who, you know, you've got pro bowlers there, and um, you know, they're just not living up to the billing at all. Yeah, and 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 that will be what lets them down in the end. I'll tell you what won't let them down is Justin Herbert. He became the first player in the Super Bowl era to have three hundred and fifty or more passing yards and ninety rushing yards in a single game. 
That's impressive. That's mighty impressive. <laughs> the guy's legit. I mean, I know people, you know, every so often you like, like he'll have a game like the Ravens where you can shut him down, but that's the same for every quarterback. You know, um, I think people want to say, oh, no, he's, he's regressing this season. He's fucking lights out. He's brilliant. And long may it continue. Uh, yeah. And when you've got Eckler... Uh, well, Austin Eckler, first charger running back ever to have two rushing and two receiving touchdowns. And they've had some good uh, yeah. rush, rushers in their time. Yeah. So uh, that's quite a, quite an achievement. Um, and yeah, I did see a bloke who had both Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler in his fantasy team and lost. Oh, wow. Uh, and lost? He lost? Who else did he have in there? Uh, it Brett Favre? It must have been like Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons defence? Like, well, who else could he yeah. possibly have had in there? Alan Robinson. Uh, <laughs> Larry yeah, Fitzgerald, Gerald. wide receiver. Absolutely. Yeah. No, um, no, yeah, the other guy had like Rogers who had a great game with Devontae Adams and stuff like that. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, this game meant a lot to you and me, John. It it, it came it, yeah. down for our fantasy game to uh, Najee Harris. Well, yes. Najee Harris, who... 39 yards and a touchdown. Uh, uh, importantly as well, one concussion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he came back. A strange one. I don't want to see that. Um, it's I, almost I, like the Steelers chose to ignore concussion protocol. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? I'm, I, I, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they don't fucking listen to this. So, yeah. If it, only he'd have gained uh, another, what, seven yards? Seven yards and I'd have beat you. Yeah. But, but we uh, were never mentioning it again, but I thought I'd just bring it up this one time. It's fine. Uh, it's only us two here. We so played we... some of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> of the season. Uh, yeah. It, it did not go well. No. Uh, um, I think I I would almost have been better off playing Kyler Murray in my fantasy <laughs> thing. Um, because, yeah, I had Fields, uh, a late addition. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, I had Tannehill. Uh, we're going to get to we'll that. We'll get to that. He but was epically shit. Not as shit as Fields, it helps. Uh, or Ryan. But, um, yeah. I can't remember what one about. Uh, well, that, no no shock there. Yeah. So. Oh, Nashi Harris, yeah. No. Um, yeah, it was a, yeah, it no, was a, a horrible hit. Yeah, it, it like, wasn't great. He, uh, yeah, he shouldn't have come back. I, I, I don't see that he should be back. I, I think the uh, Steelers are showing life most weeks. I hope they don't make the playoffs because they won't be worth watching. No, no. I mean, they're a Tomlin team, so they'll always be in a game. They're going to be they're going to be nine and eight, and they're probably going to miss out on the playoffs. But he'll keep his streak of winning seasons alive. I, I don't know what more they can really do. Najee Harris, rookie running back. The defense has been injured on and off. When they're all there, very good. When they're not, average. And Big Ben, he one in every three weeks. He turns up. The rest of the time, he looks like a fat lad. Yeah, I can't. I mean, they are missing some huge players on of the defence, but so's, ev- so's every team. At this time of the year, everybody yeah. is. And I mean, uh, it's not an excuse uh, in a way. The Steelers are outgunned. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's relax, take a deep breath, and discuss. <sighs> the Texans control the game and rightly beat the Tetons, who finally showed that losing Derek Henry can't be ignored. Go on, Tyrod. Show them how good you can be. Be chill. Be relaxed. 22-13. Texans over Titans. And this has blown the AFC number one seed wide open. What the fuck? 
<laughs> this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. What, what the? Um, Tyrod um, Taylor became the first opposing quarterback to rush for two touchdowns against Tennessee since 1997. <laughs> and boy, did the Texans need uh, to rod back. Yeah. I mean... Because they actually look like they have some life with Tarod under center. Yeah. I mean... I'm actually calling him Tarod out of respect. Honestly, man, Tarod gets my gets my respect. If there was a if there was a if we had a star of the week, uh, you know, he, um, it would be him because that team shit. Yeah, quite well, frankly, I was about to point out his numbers. Nothing, nothing special at all. He uh, fourteen of twenty four for one hundred and seven yards passing, uh, and he rushed six times for twenty eight yards, but two scores. Yeah, the point was the Titans could not get off the field on defense and could not stay on the field in offense. Tannehill had his first ever four-interception game. He was never never this shit with the Dolphins. No. No, yeah, it was a horrendous game. I mean, this is a sort of game you'd be looking at, um, uh, you know, a, you know, especially with no Julio, a big AJ Brown sort of game. And no, it's fucking awful. Well, he got injured. He, he missed a large chunk of this game. And, and that was the problem. They had no outlet for the ball once he'd gone down. You know, Tannehill still put up 230, uh, sorry, 323 yards. And he did score, but four picks. And it was because he was targeting random players. And the, yeah. the plays just weren't coming off. I didn't, I didn't even know Brown was in a party. But, but I it, do turn up late for the games. Yeah, but, but it, um, it does it does come back to the fact that they don't have Derrick Henry to lean on. Yeah. And in those games where you need to knock a team back and re-establish yourself on the field, they can't do it. Adrian Peterson, nine attempts, 40 yards. 4.4 a carry is fine, but it's not blow the doors off good. It's not no, no. 5.5 yards per carry that Derrick Henry's probably it, getting. It, that, that's the sort of stat that would get Paul creating something. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, I mean... I mean, we, we we keep mentioning identity, and obviously the Titans' identity is we'll give it to Henry. Um, uh, uh, if it, you know if that isn't working, you've got Brown, uh, Ag Brown. What we had, Julio, blah blah blah. But I mean, <sighs> turgid, absolutely. I mean, this Texans is the worst squad in football, quite frankly. And yeah, and a comfortable win against the Tetons. I mean, I don't know. I've got nothing else to add. It was just poor, really poor. And um, you know, the, the the I think a lot of teams would be what was a uncomfortable uh, Titans game. Uh, over the next few weeks, has now become. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm not. That's not. That's not a scary prospect anymore, is it? Until until Henry's back, there's there's not a lot to be afraid of. They'll still beat some teams because uh, they have some talented players and a really good coach. But there's nothing that you can say is scary. Like AJ Brown, when he's fit, you've got to cover him. But without Julio on the field, that's much easier. Yeah. And without Derrick Henry on the field as well, I mean, they're not one-dimensional, but they're going to struggle against good teams, and they just lost to an awful team. The uh, highlight play here be, <laughs> being uh, <laughs> being, I think his name is it Chester Rogers. Yeah, it was it him that uh, when 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 the Texans punted instead of fielding the punt, 
he turned oh, his back, back on the yeah. ball and the ball hit, hit him, him on the heel and the Texans downed it at like the five yard line and scored another touchdown within 36 seconds of the last yeah. one they scored. You just, that, that's just dumb. It's just dumb. Boneheaded plays, some, you know, and um, yeah, it's just. The, the Titans have given themselves enough of a window. They're eight and three, you know, they're well ahead. The next place team in that division is the Colts at six and five. So they're yeah. still two games ahead, but they're going to have to win two or three games at least without Henry. So they need to overcome this. I don't, I don't have any issue with thinking that Ryan Tannehill will play a lot better than this. I don't think he's going to capitulate and fall apart. It's just a bad day. Yeah. But I think the panic was made more by the fact it was a bad day against the Texans and no one wanted to lose against the Texans. No, no, no. No one <laughs> should lose against you know, the Texans. the first uh, half of this game was the first time all season that David Cully had challenged. Because <laughs> well, they've never been in a position just, to bother. Yeah, yeah. He probably hadn't even brought the red hanky with him most of the time. Yeah, that's... I imagine it was like um, like when Pete Cowell tried to challenge last week and he just pulled his phone from his pocket instead. But, you know... Um, yeah, I don't see. I managed most of the season. I'm just impressed Pete Carroll's got a phone. <laughs> it looked like a flip, probably old flip phone as well. Like the type you're, you know, uh, you know, if, if we had our grands and granddads, the type they'd have. But yeah. You ever heard of Nick Westbrook Ekhine? Um, Which sounds no. like a place in Germany. You think he's my architect? Uh, yeah, seven receptions for 107 yards. That's who uh, Ryan Tannehill had to throw to. Yeah. Uh, like I say, then in Chester Rogers and Des Fitzpatrick, who the hell he might be? He's a he's a mix of Des, Des Bryant and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Oh, good God! Stroppy man with a beard. Stroppy man, yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, unemployed. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from them. Uh, do you know who's gunning for that number one seed in the AFC, John? Is it the Chiefs? Where did you get that information from? It's it is the Chiefs. It's because they're really good again. But yeah, they moved to 7-4 and four by putting the brakes on the Cowboys' offense for their fourth straight win, rounding into the form at the right time here. Cowboys dropped to 7-3. and three. Definitely not time to panic, but this wasn't a good showing at all. The, that's two out of the last three games for the Cowboys that have been poor. Just offensively useless. Poor. Um, this is... But this is what the Chiefs do, the defence gets better throughout the year. This is what a Spagnola defence does. Um, and suddenly, they've, you know, in Sneed, they've found a quarterback, a cornerback who, yeah. um, you know, like like Sorensen a couple of years ago, sort of emerging from nowhere. And, you know, I look forward to, in a couple of years, him being binned out just like Sorensen when they, you know, the talent, the talent regresses back, but this is you know that that like no no um, throwing touchdowns for Mahomes, but he one interception, but that was uh, off a drop from Kelsey. I mean, they're winning without having to utilize their um, their star asset as they've had to, you know, for, for many years. Um, I think they're, as you say, they're, they're reaching um, good form at just the right time. Yeah, getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I, I don't think he's anything special, but 12, 12 carries, 63 yards and a touchdown. I think um, he's better than some, not as good as they need. 
but it worked for them in this game. But it was it was mainly on the ineffectiveness of Dallas. They, yeah. They, you know, they did nothing. Dak looked 28 of 43, 216 yards, two picks. I don't know. It, it looked all over the place. And I often think this with Mike McCarthy. When it starts to go south, he is incapable of changing the way he wants them to play. There's, there's not a plan B at all. Zeke, nine rushes for 32 yards. That's not going to get you anywhere. Tony Pollard, seven for 50. They, just nothing worked at all. Now, I'm assuming that it's partly down to Tyrell Smith still being out on the O-line. I don't think this O-line is anywhere near good enough to lose a player of that caliber and still keep everybody facing the right way. I mean, even... But, you, you know, you've still got Zach Martin, as a, you know, who is the best guard in the, in, in the game. Um, you know, and, you know, we can, you can make excuses. Oh, you know, uh, Amari Cooper's out because of things. Every other player, every other team has, uh, a, you, know, a, you know, has had injury issues on both the line. Yeah. And, you know, it's not an excuse anymore. I'm sorry. We, we need to stop making it, you know, injuries Coop, happen. Cooper's out with COVID and he's not vaccinated. He's not so vaccinated. He'll, he'll miss Thanksgiving he, as well. He's going to miss this weekend. CD Lamb out with a concussion and he did hit his head yeah. proper hard. So he may also miss more than one game. I, in, in, I mean, if they are serious, then he should miss this game coming up. Uh, but, of course, whether he will or not, I don't know. Uh, Micah Parsons tied DeMarcus Ware for the most sacks by a Cowboys rookie in the season with eight. He's been brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely If brilliant. he's not defensive rookie of the year, quite frankly, I'm, you know... I, You're not watching it anymore, are you? I, well, I'm just going to say he's been robbed. <laughs> okay, Monday Night Football saw the Bucks back in action and seeding a fifth home win of the season, powering past the Giants 30-10 to and ensuring that Jason Garrett is back on the job market today. Happy with this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do for a review of this game. Literally, all I had, all I had coming in was, um, it's you know, Garrett's got a. I I, I did assume it was good. Like if you if you're not going to do it before the the uh, bye week, you know, um, then you probably got to go at the end of the season. Uh, but the comments from uh, Joe Judge after the game. Seemed uh, he final. Yeah, he wasn't. I like. Was he? I like Joe Judge. He's um, he's a he's a thought. He he's a thoughtful speaker, uh, and you just knew from his comments that it's over. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, Garrett's gone, but now it's Freddie Kitchens from the looks of it. <laughs> so uh, you know, but he was a, he was a hopeless. A head coach, oh, not hopeless, but um, you know, some play. Maybe he's he. You know, let's see what he's like an offensive coordinator. He's got some. You know, they've got weapons. Unfortunately, um, I mean, Garrett probably should have been gone in the summer, but they wanted to have the continuity, I guess, for Daniel Jones. Yeah, so uh, it's, but it's rare for now, you to have all your weapons on the field at the same time. Yeah. But it didn't actually Do, seem to help. No. You had Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, uh, Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, and Kenny Golladay all on the field. And I think that's only the second time all season they've all appeared together. Importantly for, for Jones, they had he had um, Andrew Thomas back. <laughs> yes, the who, lineman. The lineman who, 
the the difference in results that Jones has when Thomas is there and isn't is stark. And uh, of course, uh, he also uh, scored our only touchdown uh, uh, this this week. This week, and once again, that came off uh, a um, a, a, a interception. Basically, we, we intercepted the box at the five yard line. Yeah, we only then had to do, do move you five yards. Five yards, yeah. Uh, drive, uh, and we threw it to the big man. Um, and. Even Aaron. then, it was slightly overthrown, and it was a hell of a catch, it was a great from, a, catch. from from yeah. a left tackle. Um, Since, what I don't like, yeah, he had a dance prepared. Uh, I like that. I mean, you've got. You, <laughs> I, mean, I, I like to think he's been keeping that in his back pocket since like 2012 when he was a, a youth. Fair enough. Yeah, um, Why not? you'd dance if oh, you caught a touchdown. You'd dance, probably, <laughs> and then you yeah. injure your knee. Undoubtedly, I mean, I'd probably yeah. Um, <laughs> In the 50 games since 2017, that's 50 games since 2017, when the Giants have been training at half-time, what is their record overall in those 50 games? It is uh, not 0-50, by the way. So, and I'm guessing we've not trailed at half-time in 50. Uh when training uh, at half-time... No, no, no. You have trailed at half-time in 50... In the 50 games where you have oh, trailed sorry, at half-time. Fi- okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, eight and 42. Close. Six and 44, which is okay. the worst of anyone in that time. Worse than the Jags and the Jets. I mean... Yeah. When are you going to be relevant again? I don't know. Will it be under Joe Judge? I still think he needs to be given a... A chance, but the thing is, I like him, but it's a results business, and we are not getting results. Um, but yeah, I um, I think what I think he's one more year. I think the the major issue is who's going to play under center because, quite frankly, I don't hate you, Daniel you, Jones, but it, it's it's. You're out it on Daniel Jones be, as a franchise quarterback, though, it, right? It can't be him. No, he, he, he's going to be... Colt McCoy? No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't like, you know... I know there are certain internet fans getting excited about... Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, but, you know... Not if Pete Carroll goes. If Pete Carroll goes, Russell stays in Seattle. Um, so you better pray that the old man stays in. Well, that's it. I mean, we, you know, who knows, but... It needs. To, that's the thing that needs to change. Do you think Paul isn't here tonight because he now owes me cash? Because you're just not going to be in that playoffs. Remember, it was about winning the division as well. Yeah. Well, it? I mean, it's, but, it's not going to happen, is it? But no. He, yeah. Um, no. I, I think because when he does it, he'll make it as as awkward for you as possible, and I think you find that. I assume inc- he's bringing it in old money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, Imperial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like pre-decimalisation yeah, coins. Hapenies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's brought me a treasure map with an X on it and told me it's here. It's a, it's a post-dated check. Uh, <laughs> you got to remember it for twenty fifty or something. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, let's, for the let's, four for the four pounds because the Cardinals are making the playoffs. But yeah, fair enough. Let's yeah. Uh, let's leave this where it is. Revenge games all around us. What the fuck took on the Panthers with Cam Newton starting for Carolina against his old boss Ron Rivera and his old backup Tyler Heineke. Well, the boss and the backup got the last laugh in this one. 27-21 to football team. 
But I thought Cam did very well. You know, it's his first start back. Yeah, he was fine. Imagine if uh, if you'd had the forethought to pick him up in fantasy and he scored like 26 points for you. Yeah, and I picked up Justin Fields. No, oh, <laughs> you must have been delighted. What a, what a fucking idiot I am. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I mean, Cam... Did Cam things? Cam was Cam, you know, that's it, you know. He came on, he did Cam things. I know they lost. And I know last week he barely played, but he definitely gives them a better chance of winning than Sam Donald, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey became the fastest running back ever to reach 3,000 career receiving yards since the 1970 merger. 57 games is all he's done it in. He's a, he's a fucking monster. Um, and did you, have, you, have you seen that the footage of him, like... Um, being being tackled, but uh, sort of balancing on like uh, arm and foot. Yes, and yeah, he managed to stay up, even though everything was bent the wrong way. Yeah, yeah just, it's incredible. Like, he's a monster. Absolutely. That's also monster. how he gets injured, though. It is, but um, for I mean, they're doing. He's slow, he's coming to sort of slowly, but you know, he's still he's still. You know, he's, he's the second best running back in the to, game. To round he? off my point about Cam, 21 of 27, which I think is fine, uh, 189 yards and two touchdowns passing, no interceptions. And he also had 10 rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown. Now, with those numbers, you should be winning this game. It's yeah. just that the Panthers' much vaunted defense couldn't stop Tyler Heineke, who had one of his best games, if not his best game of the season. Yeah. And I know people don't like this, but he is getting himself another year. It's a bit like we're going to get to Jalen Hurts. He's he's given himself another year for yeah. them to look at him and say he's had two really good games in a row. Because I mean, was didn't he beat the Bucks last week? And I I mean that's two great defenses. He's yeah. put to the sword. Sixteen With of twenty-two, two hundred six yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he, he just picked them apart when he wanted to. Six rushes for twenty-nine yards as well. He is mobile. That threat is there. And um, I don't like do a, it. I could do like, a lot worse. I don't like him as a person. Uh, but why? <laughs> What's he ever done to you? He's a trumper. He's got win. No, he's a he's a maga fan. Um, oh, but what a mag I, a manga fan? You mean he likes Japanese comics? No, no, make America great again. He, like he's like oh be, a maga fan. Yeah, like um, so he's one of those. But he's doing enough to keep his job, um, and. That's all he can do. And Antonio uh, Gibson uh, starting to look fit again. Nineteen rushes, ninety-five yards. Uh, yeah, we it, know. We know Antonio well, Gibson. He's been is struggling a with the shin, but it yeah. seems to be getting better. Uh, you know, the, Terry McLaurin, one hundred and three yards receiving and a touchdown. It was a good touchdown catch as well. There are some pieces on this team. They're four and six. They are disappointing because of the defense, yeah. not because of the offense. So. You know, there's not a lot else that Heineke, McLaurin, Gibson can do. If they fix the defence, I think this team is probably 6-4 and four or 7-3 and three as opposed to 4-6. and six. Yeah. They have been horrible defensive. The defensive defence has... But once again, like, the last couple of weeks, they've really started to show up. Um, and uh, so, yeah, are they just hitting their stride at... at the business end of the season. You'd like to think so. We, I uh, wouldn't. <laughs> I will put it out there now. I wouldn't like to think so. 
But well, um, they play the Seahawks this week. It's a win. I think so as well. Then they play the Raiders. That's a win. Then they play the Cowboys. Which Cowboys? Well, true. Then they play the Eagles. Could be tight. That could be a tight game. Then they play the Cowboys again. I mean, listen, they've played against what was considered one of the best defences and um, beat them. They played the Bucks. You wouldn't be surprised if they split the Cowboys game. Yeah. Now, after that Cowboys game, they're going to play the Eagles again. Now, they could split those games. If they go one and one against the Cowboys and one and one against the Eagles, you'd say they've done well. Then they play your lot in the last week. That's, that's a win. Well, you'd think. In which case, that's one, two, three, four. We think they're winning five more games this season, which would put them but, nine and seven. Yeah. That's, it's possible. It's possible. That's sort of where we predicted them be. at the start of the season with Fitz and... Because um, of the wins they've had, they could be, and the way it will affect the playoffs, it, they could be spoilers in the last week of the season. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it, you know, is it just the result of some crazy weeks where, you know... Um, Probably. But, who, you know, let's just see what happens over the next couple. Is it an anomaly? Is it a team finding their stride? And finally, the Saints got embarrassed 29-40 to against the Eagles as Jalen Hurts continues to educate Jim and the league as to why he'll be the Eagles starter next season. For the Saints, it kind of feels like the wheels are coming off a bit now. Um, they're not going anywhere. I've heard several podcasts, I've seen it written, that they're resisting the urge to call Philip Rivers out of retirement. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I'm not enamoured with it either. Simeon was... Not good in the first half. And then he did put some good drives together after this. But I there was much talk this week about Taysom Hill's new contract. I mean, I thought he'd only just signed another new contract. Yeah. Now they signed him to one that structures it differently because they've realised he's not a starting quarterback. And they basically can't keep him on the team on a ridiculous level of salary. I wonder if they're uh, doing these things to create some room for Philip Rivers or someone else to come in. Because they've got to be looking at the impact Cam's clearly had on Carolina and thinking, maybe we do need someone. Maybe we need to do something. Yeah, but if that answer is Philip Rivers, I mean... What's the question? The, I mean, is well, the question, who's going to the Hall of Fame? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, to, maybe to, the, to cheer his uh, draft mate, uh, Simeon, Eli. Simeon was 22 of 40 for 214 yards, three touchdowns, two picks... He's not been terrible. Like, he's been backup quarterback good. He's on the plus side of backup quarterbacks. But let's not forget, Jameis hadn't put up a 300-yard passing game either. No, no. You, uh, you mean... They they just seem undergunned. I know they haven't got Michael Thomas. Uh, Alvin Kamara was missing again. That's that's And the then issue. that's massive, of course. It's, it's a bit like the Falcons without Cordero Patterson. I really think they need Kamara. I think he makes everything tick. Uh, Mark Ingram... Fine, 16 attempts, 88 yards rushing. He's been fine. No problem at all with that. Um, I think he had 25 receiving yards as well. So he's he's filling in admirably, but they just can't afford to not have all their pieces on the field. The, the defence is not good enough. And, and Jalen Hurts, you know, he's the first quarterback in Eagles history with three rushing touchdowns in a single game. <laughs> really? They, well, they had Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, like, no, they've, had, they've had some... Good, Randall Fun Cunningham. Quarter. Randall Cunningham, who was a great runner. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. Um, yeah, 
no, I mean, good. I mean, I think it's he's he's getting better every week. His stats and passing stats are never amazing, but uh, he was 13 of 24 for 147 yards, but no turnovers, and that's crucial. If you limit the turnovers and you can score touchdowns with your legs, you're you're almost Cam Newton. Yeah, he's not got he's not that good yet, but that's where you're aiming for. Yeah, you, you just limit the turnovers and you rush the ball in. You keep the team moving. And I, I think we, certainly I, but we as a podcast, owe Nick Sirianni a bit of an apology. It's working. It's working. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're five and six. They're, they're not in the division race. But again, they could be spoilers for the playoffs. They're going to beat somebody well, got, that we weren't expecting. You know, they've got to play the Cowboys still. Uh, and, you know, they could, they could be spoilers. They could be... You know, they've found a sort of a vein of form at the business end of the season. You never know. It could be one of those um, sort of late cha- late charges, maybe in late late charges in vain into the playoffs, but you never know. They are sneakily um, good at the moment. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's... Uh, He's not a he's not a pocket passer, but when you can, he's got he's got maybe not got the legs of someone like Lamar, but compared to Lamar, he's also got Goddard and Devonte Smith, which makes yeah. passing so much easier. Oh, it certainly does. You know, he was the first quarterback with two rushing touchdowns in the first quarter since twenty twelve. Who do you think that was? It wasn't Cam. Uh, twenty twelve. Think back Week 15. Week 15. You can't remember what you had for breakfast. I can't. Yeah. Um, it was Russell Wilson. Oh, really? So, you, you know, go. he's up there with some uh, some big names. Jim, just uh, keep keep looking out for him. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Tell I mean, uh, are we going to say elite quarterback? <laughs> Jalen no, <Hurts. laughs> not yet. But, you know, the, the, this or trio... Elite, run, elite running back, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> this trio of... Well, he was described apparently as the best running back in uh, in college three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the trio of Alabama quarterbacks, Hurts, Tua, and Mac Jones, good week for them. Really they good. all played really well. And maybe maybe there is something to be said about the correct team, the correct coaching, and time. That's his, well, that is his, uh, very prophetic. Or Daniel Jones. <laughs> right. Any other news, John? Apart from uh, we're knackered, and I think that's it. You know, just to have a look ahead. Nice to reminder to, just to uh, you know just keep safe out there. Yeah, you want to have a look to the uh, week twelve Thanksgiving week fixtures. Well, that's something we need to mention because, of course, it is Thanksgiving week. So the first game we've got a highlight game Thursday oh, evening at our Thursday time. evening half five uh, UK time. It's the three and seven Bears against the O nine and one Detroit Lions. Oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah, it's going to be prime time TV. This is going to be the ultimate turgid game. They, the oh, only Steve. adverts that should be allowed in this game should be for blue pills. Because this <laughs> is going to be so turgid, it's going to be ridiculous. You, oh, or is it the only blue pills because it's going to be so great, you just can't... <laughs> that's the, it's going to be uh, an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I fucking doubt it. <laughs> um, and then at half nine, it's the um, five, five and five, no longer Super Bowl contending... <laughs> uh, Las Vegas Raiders against um, the Cowboys, who will be looking to right not form, ship. but yeah, right I the think ship. they're looking for uh, they're looking for consistency they need to again. Impose themselves, yeah. Um, 
But if you were looking for a way to impose yourself, you'd probably want to play the Raiders right well, now. Well, it's the same with the Bills, who are the late game. So technically Friday morning for us, one twenty a.m. Bills play the Saints, and, and that could be a stomping. The Bills are angry. Yeah. The Saints aren't very good. Yeah. Um, as well, of course, it has fantasy implications as well. So, you know, you'll need to set your lineups a little bit earlier this week. Um, what do you although, think? Uh, maybe not, if you've got Bears and Lions t- players in your team, you unless it's DeAndre wrong. Swift, then you consider yourself, um, um, I mean, as someone who's had Justin Fields, um, he's gone ASMR. It has gone very ASMR. Yeah, I mean, and Andy Dalton might be a good pickup against the, uh, the Lions defence, yeah. by the way. Um, but um, you shouldn't have any lines unless it's DeAndre Swift. No. Yeah, Goff. They're trying. I think they're trying to um, rather uh, than Timmy Mallet. <laughs> yeah, rather than Timmy Mallet, they are uh, hoping that Goff will be back. Uh, uh, what uh, do you What do you think your chances against the Eagles? Yeah, Eagles Giants this week. I uh, don't think their chances are very good, but uh, it's. I guess if you've got a if you've got a um, coach change on a short a week, then. Um, you know, you just—it's hopefully not just too appalling. Um, I'm going to run through the fixtures, and you're going to stay off the fence, and you're just going to give me a winner, one word, okay, for each team, right? So, uh, Titans, Pats, Pats, Bears, Lions, uh, Bears, Raiders, Cowboys, Cowboys, Bills, Saints, Bills, Panthers, Dolphins, uh, Panthers, Falcons, Jags. Uh, draw <laughs> Falcons. No, uh, no, you got to pick one. Pick one. Falcons. Steelers. Bengals. Bengals. Eagles. Giants. Eagles. Jets. Texans. In the toilet bowl. Jets. <laughs> Bucks. Colts. Uh, this one's a really close call. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I've also picked the Colts. Uh, Chargers. Broncos. Chargers, Rams, Packers. That's a great game, by the way. Great game. Um, Packers, Vikings, Niners. Uh, two five and five teams. Yeah, yeah. Both teams uh, are coming off a good week. I'm going with the Vikings, Browns, Ravens, uh, Ravens, and finally prime Se- time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and finally Seahawks football team. Football team. Uh, teams on a bye will be the Cardinals and the Chiefs. Thank you, John, for this throwback podcast for us. It is. We didn't have to listen to them other three rambling on. It, we did. Uh, we did do one. Do one. Just me and you a couple of years ago at Christmas. At Christmas, yeah. Um, where they couldn't be asked. Where they couldn't be asked uh, because they've got families and stuff. <laughs> kids, kids, and wives and shit. Um, and uh, luckily, we don't have those distractions uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we're so cool. <laughs> but no, thanks for listening. Cause I think this is probably going a bit long because it's just nice to have be just us two together. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, we're going to go and make some sweet, sweet love and uh, say goodbye for another week. Bye. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Goodbye. Enjoy. Yeah. Bye.